Hey guys, how are we doing tonight? I hope you guys are having a great week. Um, going after those dreams. 2023, it's going to be the best year yet. Um, I hope you guys are just like excited for life. Um, having a good time, you know, just focusing on what we need to focus on and not getting distracted and making sure we're playing with our animals if you have any little side note, um, random, uh, you know, playtime's good, make sure, you know, play with your cat, play with your dog, whatever, your fish. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys are just doing so good. Um, I have been struggling this week so much. It's been really hard. Um, but I did finally see a psychiatrist and it was awesome. I've been waiting like a year to like get that situated so I'm just like so relieved and um hopefully I can um get my mental health um a little bit better um because um yeah the struggle is real so um yeah I have faith I have all the faith in the world, or at least I'm supposed to say that, right? That um, I can uh, do better, hopefully, yeah. So, okay, um, let's talk about the book of Deuteronomy in the Bible. So. When I was at my grandma's for Christmas, I just like opened the Bible and I started reading Deuteronomy. And let's see, what did I, I just started, did I write anything? Oh, I wrote it on a piece of paper. Ooh, it's in my room. Okay, Deuteronomy 26.4 I wrote down. So let's see what that says. I guess I took note of that first. Deuteronomy 26.4. Okay. It says... What? And the... I'm just wondering why I wrote this down. And the priest shall take the basket out of thine hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. Okay. Um, it goes on to say, And thou shalt speak and say before the Lord thy God, A Syrian ready to perish was my father, and he went down into Egypt and sojourned there with a few and became there a nation great, mighty, and populous. Um, and the Egyptians evil entreated us and 
afflicted us and laid upon us hard bondage. And when we cried unto the Lord God of our fathers, the Lord heard our voice and looked on our afflictions and our labor and our oppression. And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with, with a mighty hand and with an outreached arm and with great um, terribleness and with signs and with wonders. And he hath brought us into this place and hath given us this land, even a land that floweth with milk and honey. Okay, so I guess that's where I, um, I don't know, I have, I have, like, notes that I took, like, on Christmas, but, um, anyways, I also saved it, or saved it, really? Is that a word? No. I also saved, <laughs> I haven't had dinner, sorry. Um, yeah, okay, so I saved some other verses too. Um, but let's talk about Deuteronomy. Alright, so study.com. This is their Bible summary of it. Okay. The book of Deuteronomy contains some of the most influential passages in the Hebrew Bible, including the Ten Commandments and the death of the prophet Moses. Deuteronomy is the fifth and final book of the Torah, the law or teachings that contain the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, which is roughly the same collection of the Christian Old Testament. Deuteronomy serves as a crucial role in the Hebrew Bible, both for historical and literary purposes. It bridges the early history of the nomadic Israelites with the later history of the Israelites settling in Jerusalem and Israel. It functions as a reestablishment of the Jewish law codes. It is the first text in the Hebrew Bible to focus on the monotheism, the exclusive worship of a single deity. deity. <laughs> and it reminds later Israelites about the hardships their ancestors overcame and why they worship Yahweh the Israelites deity. The meaning of Deuteronomy. The Torah establishes the Israelites in the book of Exodus, which contains the first list and explanation of the Ten Commandments. The book of Deuteronomy repeats, explains, and adds onto the Ten Commandments to establish the law code for the Israelites. Because of this, the book was given the name Deuteronomy which in the Greek word means Deuteronomian, uh, meaning second law. The original Hebrew title was simply Devarium, Devarim, which means words, to refer to the book set up as the final words of Moses, the prophet who received the Ten Commandments. The book can be viewed as a repetition of the law that was established earlier in the Torah. The Summary of Deuteronomy The book of Deuteronomy contains 34 chapters, recalling the Israelites' escape from Egypt through the establishment of the Ten Commandments, ending with the death of Moses. Although there are 34 chapters in the book, the narrative can be easily divided into given main parts 
that covered different chapters of the Israelites' history and religion. Cool. Okay, journey. The first section of Deuteronomy, spanning chapters 1 through 4, functions as a synopsis of the Israelites' early history. It describes their exodus from Egypt, um, their um, 40-year journey through the wilderness, and their arrival at Mount Horeb, the mountain where Moses received the Ten Commandments, which is called the Mount Sinai, I think I said that right, in other biblical texts. One of the emphasis of Deuteronomy is the theme of memory and the importance of remembering the past. So that text establishes the history of the Israelites before discussing the laws of Judaism in order to remind the Israelites why they should follow the laws. The Ten Commandments. <clears throat> Excuse me. The next several chapters of Deuteronomy from chapters 5 through 11 contain the Ten Commandments, which are the ten of the most famous and influential laws in Judaism. Deuteronomy recalls Yahweh giving the commandments to Moses, a story which was told earlier in the Hebrew Bible in chapters 20 of the book of Exodus. While the contents of the Ten Commandments in Exodus and Deuteronomy are essentially the same, the order and detail of the commandments differ. The Ten Commandments listed in Deuteronomy cover the following laws. Do not, okay, one, do not have any gods other than Yahweh. Two, do not make idols or worship them. Three, do not misuse Yahweh's name. Four, observe and keep the Sabbath holy. Five, honor your father and mother. Six, do not murder. Seven, do not commit adultery. Eight, do not steal. Nine, do not falsely testify against your neighbor. Ten, do not covet your neighbor's wife or belongings. Okay, the Deuteronomic Code. While the Ten Commandments establish the basis for Israelite law, the book of Deuteronomy expands on this with the Deuteronomic Code, a law that establishes the religious, cultural, social, and political laws for the Israelites to live by. The Deuteronomic Code spans Deuteronomy 12 through 26. The Deuteronomic Code has many similarities of the Covenant Code established in the book of Exodus. However, the Deuteronomic Code makes modifications for better treatment of marginalized groups like slaves and women. Okay, so details of that. Exodus 21:20 through 21 states, when a slave owner strikes a male or female slave with a rod and the slave dies immediately, the owner shall be punished. But if the slave survives a day or two, there is no punishment for the slave is the owner's property. However, the Deuteronomic Code calls for better treatment of slaves. If a member of your community, whether a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, is sold to you and the works for you and works for you six years, in the seventh year you shall set the person free. And when you send a male slave out from you, a free person, you shall not send him out empty handed. Deuteronomy fifteen verse twelve through thirteen. In addition to these changes, the Deuteronomic Code also adds um, <clears throat> sorry, an emphasis on the Levites, the tribe of the priesthood, as well as the Israelite monarchy. One of the new emphasis that Deuteronomy has in the Torah is on centralized worship at the temple in Jerusalem. Although the story in Deuteronomy is set during the Israelites' time in the wilderness, 
The text was written much later, probably around the 7th century BCE after the priesthood temple monarchy had been established, well established. Therefore, the author of Deuteronomy could work in some of these ideas into the text. The Deuteronomic Code also includes criminal and civil laws for the gov for governing the Israelites that expand on some of the Ten Commandments, like specific instances of killing, stealing, and adultery. The institution of the Feast of Passover, the, commune, the commemoration of the Israelites, escaping death and slavery in Egypt, is also established in Deuteronomy. Blessings and Covenant In the Torah, law codes were established as covenants or contracts, meaning each party in the covenant agreed to uphold certain terms. For the Deuteronomic Code, the Israelites agreed to follow the many laws and regulations that Yahweh established in exchange for Yahweh blessing them. Deuteronomy 27-30 through 30 explains that upholding the Deuteronomic Code would lead to blessings from Yahweh while working in the fields, in childbirth, and in raising livestock. However, those who did not uphold the law would not simply receive Yahweh's blessings. They would be cursed in all these areas because of their disobedience. Moses emphasized the need to observe the law as he concludes communicating Yahweh's message to them. Cool. Um, Deuteronomy functions as a transitional book between the Torah, which establishes the origin and early history of the Israelites, and the Deuteronomic, Deuteronomistic history, which established the conquest of Canaan, or I don't know if it's Canaan or Canaan, Canaan, and the settled and um, monarchic history of the Israelites in the books of Joshua, Judges, Samuel, and Kings. The book is not just a literary transition, it also depicts the transition of leadership. Moses, the prophet who led the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt and received the Ten Commandments from Yahweh on Mount Horeb, passed off leadership of the Israelites towards the end of his life. In Deuteronomy 31-34, through Moses' assistant Joshua takes over as the Israelites' leader and continues to lead the Israelites towards their promised land, even conquering the Canaanites to take the land Yahweh promised. Cool. Um, the book of Deuteronomy um, is actually concerned with age-old moral issues. The title for this fifth and final book of the Jewish Torah um, is derived from the Greek Deuteronomian, Deuteronomian, meaning second or repeated law. The Greek name for Deuteronomy, however, is merely a translation of the Hebrew Mishnah Torah, which literally means repetition of the instructions. The book of Deuteronomy is, above all, um, a reiteration of the laws given by God to the Israelites in previous books of the Torah, um, Exodus and Leviticus. Moses references several times in Deuteronomy and elsewhere that the Hebrew people have proven to be stubborn and regressive in their bad habits. For this reason, he and God agreed that it would be their best interest to hear all the rules again to best take them to heart. Deuteronomy, sorry, 
is often cited as one of the most crucial books in Jewish theology since it is the most vehemently, probably said that word wrong, sorry, stresses the concept of minotheism or the worship of a single deity. This concept has historically been one of the most dominant and in, in, uh, in, indefinite, indentifiable, Oh my gosh. Oops, I'm not supposed to say that. Sorry, God. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Um, characteristics of Judaism. And so Deuteronomy's role in this religious tradition is truly fundamental. Okay. So. Okay. Deuteronomy summary. Historical overview and exhortation chapters 1 through 4 deuteronomy opens with a brief brief synopsis of events during and leading up to the end of the israelites 40-year stint in the wilderness um, of the sinai peninsula as an introduction of the covenant that is about to be discussed this section highlights obedience to god oh i just scrolled all the way up obedience to God's laws or the lack of thereof as the source of the Hebrew people's triumphs and woes. With the historical examples in place, Moses reminds his people of the rewards of fidelity to God as well as of the inherent dangers of displeasing the Almighty, urging them to weigh those consequences heavily. God's covenant. Um, the largest section of Deuteronomy is devoted to an extensive review of rules and statutes put in place as an agreement between God and the children of Israel. Of all the points stressed in this section or the book as a whole, the notion of obedience to God's decrees is of the utmost importance. Without obedience, all of the Torah and its instructions would be rendered null and void along with God's covenant to provide the Hebrews with peace and prosperity in exchange. Uh, this section is a source of some of the most essential teachings in all of Judaism. It not only restates the Ten Commandments, but also emphasizes the teaching of these and other myths, um, mitzvah to subsequent generations. Here, we also find outlines for various um, Practices and observances still seen today, such as the use of the phylacteries and mezuzah to keep God's teachings close at hand, or the proper celebrations of the Feast of Passover. Perhaps most importantly, though, we see a call for centralized worship in a single sanctuary, which further highlights fundamental elements of monotheism and a move away from sacrificial practices. Then it goes on to Israel's choice, chapters 29 through 30. In these two chapters, the Israelites are forced to recall past actions of God on their behalf and to acknowledge that they are bound by oath to their covenant. A choice given by God to the people of Israel perfectly summarizes this section of Deuteronomy. Here then, I have today set before you life and prosperity, death and doom. This choice given by God to the people of Israel in verse 30, um, 15 perfectly summarizes this section of Deuteronomy. Um, they are presented with the choice then 
to accept the covenant and its um, stipulations and blessings or to disobey it and suffer the dire consequences. Um, okay, Moses' um, successor, excuse me. This chapter is concerned with the transmission of God's laws and the continu continuity of stable leadership following Moses' imminent death. Here we see Moses pass on the laws to the Leviticus, or sorry, the Levitical priests for safekeeping in the Ark of the Covenant, as well as ordain his assistant Joshua as the new patriarch of Israel. The Song of Moses, chapter 32. This chapter sees God command Moses to recite a song to the people of Israel, which they in turn are supposed to recite to future generations. The song itself expounds upon the glories of God and his wrath towards disobedience. However, the process of reciting it is what established scriptural study as a cornerstone of the Jewish faith. Um, chapter 33, Moses um, blesses the tribes. This chapter represents Moses' last words to his people and one final gesture of pater uh, paternal love. <laughs> uh, Moses addresses each of the tribes of Israel in turn, offering them um, his concluding blessings and advice. Chapter 34, Death and Burial of Moses. In Deuteronomy's final chapter, Moses leaves the Hebrew encampment on the plains of Moab and hikes to the top of, the, of Mount Nebo. There, God allows the patriarch to see the promised land, and he cannot enter before he dies at the age of 120. Following his death, the body of Moses was interred in a Moabite ravine. However, to this day, no one knows the exact place of his burial. 34.6 Moses, the lawgiver. Traditionally, Deuteronomy and the other four books of the Torah have been attributed as works of Moses. The preeminent Hebrew patriarch who led the Israelites from Egyptian captivity and in their wandering in the wilderness. Um, considering, though, that Moses is estimated to have lived sometime between the 14th and 13th centuries BCE. His authorship of the Torah in textual form is unlikely. Many scholars estimate that this collection of Jewish teachings was passed down via an oral tradition. Unduit was finally recorded in its present form sometime around the 8th century BCE. At any rate, Moses is still considered the greatest prophet of the Jewish faith. As the closing words of Deuteronomy can attest, since then, uh, no prophet has arisen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He had no equal for the might and the terrifying power that Moses exhibited in the sight of all Israel. 34, 10 through 12. Lesson summary. The book of Deuteronomy is the fifth and final book of the um, Jewish Torah. Its name in both Greek and Hebrew may be translated as some, as some form of the repetition of the law. As such, Deuteronomy represents a reiteration of the Jewish laws set out in prior books of the Torah. It is often seen as one of the most crucial texts in Jewish theology, since it's largely concerned with the concept of monotheism, 
or the worship of a single deity for which Judaism has been known for millennia. Traditionally held to be written by Moses, Deuteronomy was most likely passed down orally until finally recorded sometime in the 8th century BCE. It is the source of many traditions still seen today, such as devout scriptural study, education of younger generations, or the observance of various feasts. Passover. We also find in this book the establishment of worship at a single sanctuary, which strength, strengtheneth, or, whoa, I mean, uh, no, that's not what it says. Strength, strength, strengthened. Ooh, I think I need to eat. Uh, monotheistic principles while shifting away from sacrificial practices. Cool. So, I won't ramble on and on with all that. So, I think you kind of get what's going on there. Okay, so, um, I'll read like three verses and then I think I'm going to go. Um, okay, Deuteronomy 2.8, King James Version. And when we pass by from our brethren, the children of Esau, which dwelleth in Seir, through the way of the plain from Alath and from Azigabar, we turned and passed by the way of the wilderness of Moab. Deuteronomy 3.16 And unto the Reubenites, and unto the Gadites, I gave from Galid, I probably said that wrong too, Galid, even unto the river Arnon, half the valley and the border even unto the river Jabbok, which is the border of the children of Ammon. Deuteronomy thirty one eight. And the Lord he it is that to doth go before thee. He will be with thee, he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee, fear not, neither be dismayed. Deuteronomy one one. These be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel on this side Jordan in the wilderness, in the plain, over against the Red Sea, between Paran and Tophel, and Laban and Hazirath, and Dezahab. Whoa, I said that wrong too, probably. Do, sorry, Deuteronomy 1.11. The Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you as he hath promised you. Deuteronomy 1.2. There are eleven days' journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir unto Kadesh Barnea. Deuteronomy 1.3 And it came to pass in the fortieth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, that Moses spoke unto the children of Israel, according unto all that the Lord had given him in commandment unto them. Deuteronomy 1.5 On this side Jordan, in the land of Moab, began Moses to declare this law, saying, and then it's, I don't want to click on to keep reading it. So anyways, we'll move on. Deuteronomy 1.6. The Lord our God spake unto us in Horeb, saying, Ye have dwelt long enough in this mount. Deuteronomy 1.7. Turn you and take your journey and go to the mount of the Amorites and unto all the places night thereunto, in the plain, in the hills and in the vale, and in the south and by the seaside, to the land of the Canaanites and unto Lebanon, unto the great river, the river of 
be afraid. Deuteronomy 1.8 Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore, um, swear under your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them and their seed after them. Deuteronomy 18.18 I will raise them up, a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth. And he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Deuteronomy 2.1 Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spake unto me, and we compassed Mount Seir many days. Deuteronomy 2.3 Ye have compassed this mountain long enough, turn you northward. Okay, so that's a little bit of Deuteronomy. Now, I think I'm going to end it there. Um, I hope you guys um, explore Deuteronomy. <laughs> I feel like I need to like read it again. A.K.A. listen to it on the Bible app. I took, okay, let's see, before I go, um, well, I do both, okay, anyways, um, let's see if I took notes, er, no, let's see what notes I took. Deuteronomy. A lot of Matthew and John. Took notes on that earlier. So good. Mika Amos. Joel. Okay, so this is, these are some of the notes I took on um, Deuteronomy. Okay. Deuteronomy 28.49 The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth a nation. Deuteronomy 28.47 Because thou servest, servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness, and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, who fishes life. Therefore shall thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Oh no. Deuteronomy 28.25 The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine eyes. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. And thou be, and, sh, um, and shall be removed into all the kingdom of the earth. The fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a, nation, shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt, shall be only oppressed, oppressed and crushed away. 
confusing. Okay. Um, Deuteronomy 2825. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine eyes. Um, oh, wait, okay. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies, not eyes. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them and shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. The fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed away. Oh, I just got a text from someone. Oh, I don't want to say it out loud. Anyways, I got excited when I got it. <laughs> okay, anyways. And it's not a boy. Um. Okay, I actually took a lot more notes than I thought. Deuteronomy 28.9 The Lord sh shall establish the... Um, and holy people unto himself as he hath sworn unto thee if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways cool um yeah so okay two more um, Deuteronomy 28.8 The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Okay, one more. Deuteronomy 28.7 The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Why do I feel like I read that already? Um, one more. Deuteronomy 20, ver um, verse 3 through 4. And shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint, fear not, and do not tremble, neither be yet terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Okay, so that's awesome. I'm going to go now. I hope you guys um, have a good night. I'll see you later. Bye.